Hello, friends, and welcome to Day 25 of Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve. It is Friday, February 2nd, and we are looking at rounding out our fifth week together on this reading plan. And hey, if you need a copy of the reading plan, you can check out the link that's on the show notes and download a copy for yourself. You could also go to that link and see other ways you can listen to this podcast. And you could also find the Facebook page, which I invite you to join so that we can continue the conversation It's a place where you could ask questions, share insights, and maybe some art or whatever else is inspiring you based upon our time together in God's Word. Friends, I wanted to say welcome to our new listeners out of the Philippines. We are so excited to have you with us. We hope that you'll continue along the journey as well. Continue to invite your friends to this reading plan. And another way that you can help me out is is if you can hit like and subscribe on your listening platform of choice. That will help us get this podcast in the search engine results uh, so that others might find and join us on this journey. Well, friends, without further ado, I'm excited to jump in together into God's Word. Leviticus chapter 6. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, If anyone sins and commits a trespass against Yahweh and deals falsely with his neighbor in a matter of deposit or of bargain or of robbery or has oppressed his neighbor or has found that which was lost and lied about it and swearing to a lie in any of these things that a man sins in his actions, then it shall be. If he has sinned and is guilty, he shall restore that which he took by robbery or the thing which he has gotten by oppression or the deposit which was committed to him, or the lost thing which he found, or anything about which he has sworn falsely, he shall restore it in full, and shall add a fifth part more to it. He shall return it to him to whom it belongs in the day of his being guilty. He shall bring his trespass offering to Yahweh, a ram without defect from the flock, according to your estimation, for a trespass offering to the priest, The priest shall make atonement for him before Yahweh, and he will be forgiven concerning whatever he does to become guilty. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. The burnt offering shall be on the hearth of the altar all night until the morning, and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. The priest shall put on his linen garment, and he shall put on his linen trousers upon his body, and he shall remove the ashes from where the fire has consumed the burnt offering on the altar, and he shall put them beside the altar. He shall take off his garments and put on other garments, and carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not go out, and the priest shall burn wood on it every morning. He shall lay the burnt offering in order upon it, and shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. Fire shall be kept burning on the altar continually. It shall not go out. This is the law of the meal offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before Yahweh, before the altar. He shall take from there his handful of fine flour of the meal offering, and of its oil, and all the frankincense which is on the meal offering, and shall burn it on the altar for a pleasant aroma as its memorial portion to Yahweh. That which is left of it, Aaron and his sons shall eat. 
It shall be eaten without yeast in a holy place. They shall eat it in the court of the tent of meeting. It shall not be baked with yeast. I have given it as a portion of my offerings made by fire. It is most holy, as are the sin offering and the trespass offering. Every male among the children of Aaron shall eat of it, as their portion forever, throughout your generations, from the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. Whoever touches them shall be holy. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, This is the offering of Aaron and of his sons, which they shall offer to Yahweh in the day when he is anointed, one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a meal offering perpetually, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. It shall be made with oil in a griddle. When it is soaked, you shall bring it in. You shall offer the meal offering in baked pieces for a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. The anointed priest that will be in his place from among his sons shall offer it. By a statute forever, it shall be wholly burned to Yahweh. Every meal offering of a priest shall be wholly burned, it shall not be eaten. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed, the sin offering shall be killed before Yahweh. It is most holy. The priest who offers it for sin shall eat it. It shall be eaten in a holy place in the court of the tent of meeting. Whatever shall touch its flesh shall be holy. You shall wash that on which it was sprinkled in a holy place. But the earthen vessel in which it was boiled shall be broken. And if it is boiled in a bronze vessel, it shall be scoured and rinsed with water. Every male among the priests shall eat of it. It is most holy. No sin offering of which any of the blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place shall be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. Leviticus chapter 7. This is the law of trespass offering. It is most holy. In the place where they kill the burnt offering, he shall kill the trespass offering, and its blood they shall sprinkle around on the altar. He shall offer all of its fat, the fat tail and the fat that covers the innards, and he shall take away the two kidneys, and the fat is on them, which is by the loins, and the cover on the liver with the kidneys. And the priest shall burn them on the altar for an offering made by fire to Yahweh. It is a trespass offering. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. As is the sin offering, so is the trespass offering. There is one law for them. The priest who makes atonement with them shall have it. The priest who offers any man's burnt offering shall have for himself the skin of the burnt offering which he has offered. Every meal offering that is baked in the oven and all that is prepared in the pan and on the griddle shall be the priest who offers it. Every meal offering mixed with oil or dry belongs to all the sons of Aaron, one as well as another. This is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings, which one shall offer to Yahweh. If he offers it for thanksgiving, then he shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers anointed with oil, and cakes mixed with oil. He shall offer his offering with the sacrifice of his peace offering for thanksgiving, with cakes of leavened bread. Of it he shall offer out of each offering for a heave offering to Yahweh. It shall be the priest who sprinkles the blood of the peace offerings. The flesh of the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving shall be eaten on the day of his offering. He shall not leave any of it until the morning. 
But if the sacrifice of his offering is a vow or a free will offering, it shall be eaten on the day that he offers a sacrifice. On the next day, what remains of it shall be eaten. But what remains of the meat of the sacrifice on the third day shall be burned with fire. If any of the meat of the sacrifice of his peace offerings is eaten on the third day, it will not be accepted, and it shall not be credited to him who offers it. It will be an abomination, and the soul who eats of it will bear his iniquity. The meat that touches any unclean thing shall not be eaten. It shall be burned with fire. As for the meat, everyone who is clean may eat of it. But the soul who eats of the meat of the sacrifice of peace offerings that belongs to Yahweh, having his uncleanness on him, that soul shall be cut off from his people. When anyone touches any unclean thing, the uncleanness of man or an unclean animal or any unclean abomination, and eats some of the meat of the sacrifice of peace offerings which belong to Yahweh, that soul shall be cut off from his people. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, You shall eat no fat of bull or sheep or goat. The fat of that which dies of itself, and the fat of that which is torn of animals, may be used for any other service, but you shall in no way eat of it. For whoever eats the fat of the animal which men offer as an offering made by fire to Yahweh, even the soul who eats it shall be cut off from his people. You shall not eat any blood, whether it is a bird or an animal in any of your dwellings. Whoever it is who eats any blood, that soul shall be cut off from his people." Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, He who offers the sacrifice of his peace offerings to Yahweh shall bring his offering to Yahweh out of the sacrifice of his peace offerings. With his own hands he shall bring the offerings of Yahweh made by fire. He shall bring the fat with the breast, that the breast may be waved for a wave offering before Yahweh. The priest shall burn the fat on the altar, but the breast shall be Aaron's and his son's. The right thigh you shall give to the priest for a heave offering out of the sacrifices of your peace offerings. He among the sons of Aaron who offers the blood of the peace offerings and of the fat shall have the right thigh for a portion. For the waved breast and the heaved thigh I have taken from the children of Israel out of the sacrifices of their peace offerings and have given it to Aaron the priest and to his sons as their portion forever from the children of Israel." This is the consecrated portion of Aaron, and the consecrated portion for his sons. Out of the offering of Yahweh made by fire, and the day when presented them to minister to Yahweh in the priest's office, which Yahweh commanded to be given them of the children of Israel in the day that he anointed them, it is their portion forever throughout their generations. This is the law of the burnt offering, the meal offering, the sin offering, the trespass offering, the consecration, and the sacrifice of peace offerings which Yahweh commanded Moses in Mount Sinai in the day he commanded the children of Israel to offer their offerings to Yahweh in the wilderness of Sinai. Leviticus chapter 8 Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Take Aaron and his sons with him, and the garments and the anointing oil, and the bull of the sin offering, and the two rams, and the basket of unleavened bread, and assemble all the congregation at the door of the tent of meeting. Moses did as Yahweh commanded him, and the congregation was assembled at the door of the tent of meeting. Moses said to the congregation, This is the thing which Yahweh has commanded to be done. Moses brought Aaron and his sons and washed them with water. He put the tunic on him, tied the sash on him, 
clothed him with the robe, put the ephod on him, and he tied skillfully woven band of the ephod on him and fastened it to him with it. He placed the breastplate on him. He put the urim and the thummim in the breastplate. He set the turban on his head. He set the golden plate, the holy crown, on the front of the turban, as Yahweh commanded Moses. Moses took the anointing oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that was in it and sanctified them. He sprinkled it on the altar seven times and anointed the altar and all the vessels and the basin and its base to sanctify them. He poured some of the anointing oil on Aaron's head and anointed him to sanctify him. Moses brought Aaron's sons and clothed them with tunics and tied sashes on them and put headbands on them as Yahweh commanded Moses. He brought the bull of the sin offering and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the bull of the sin offering. He killed it. And Moses took the blood and put it around on the horns of the altar with his finger and purified the altar and poured out the blood at the base of the altar and sanctified it to make atonement for it. He took all the fat that was on the innards and the cover of the liver and the two kidneys and their fat and Moses burned it on the altar. But the bull and its skin and its meat and its dung he burned with fire outside the camp as Yahweh commanded Moses. He presented the ram of the burnt offering. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. He killed it, and Moses sprinkled the blood around the altar. He cut the ram into pieces, and Moses burned the head and the pieces and the fat. He washed the innards and the legs with water, and Moses burned the whole ram on the altar. It was a burnt offering for a pleasant aroma. It was an offering made by fire to Yahweh, as Yahweh commanded Moses. He presented the other ram, the ram of consecration. Aaron and his sons laid their hands on the head of the ram. He killed it, and Moses took some of its blood and put it on the tip of Aaron's right ear, and on the thumb of his right hand, and on the great toe of his right foot. He brought Aaron's sons, and Moses put some of the blood on the tip of their right ear, and on the thumb of their right hand, and on the great toe of their right foot. And Moses sprinkled the blood around the altar. He took the fat, the fat tail, all that the fat was on the innards, the cover of the liver, the two kidneys, and their fat, and the right thigh. And out of the basket of unleavened bread that was before Yahweh, he took one unleavened cake, one cake of oiled bread, and one wafer, and placed them on the fat and on the right thigh. He put all these in Aaron's hands and in his son's hands, and waved them for a wave offering before Yahweh. Moses took them from their hands and burned them on the altar on the burnt offering. They were a consecration offering for a pleasant aroma. It was an offering made by fire to Yahweh. Moses took the breast and waved it for a wave offering before Yahweh. It was Moses' portion of the ram of consecration, as Yahweh commanded Moses. Moses took some of the anointing oil and some of the blood which was on the altar and sprinkled it on Aaron and on his garments and on his sons and on his sons' garments with him and sanctified Aaron, his garments, and his sons, and his sons' garments with him. Moses said to Aaron and to his sons, Boil the meat at the door of the tent of meeting, and there eat it, and the bread that is in the basket of consecration, as I commanded, saying, Aaron and his sons shall eat it. What remains of the meat and of the bread you shall burn with fire. You shall not go out from the door of the tent of meeting for seven days, until the days of your consecration are fulfilled. For he shall consecrate you seven days. What has been done today, so Yahweh has commanded to do, to make atonement for you. You shall stay at the door of the tent of meeting day and night seven days, and keep Yahweh's commands, 
that you don't die. For so I am commanded. Aaron and his sons did all the things which Yahweh commanded Moses. Gracious and eternal God, we give you thanks for this day. We ask that you would be present with us as we delve into your word more fully. We ask that you would reveal your truth to enliven our hearts and our minds so that we might receive this truth and apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, welcome back to another day in the book of Leviticus. I'm so happy that you decided to come back, even though this is a challenging book. Like I mentioned, this is a place where most people burn out once they start a Bible in the year reading plan for the first time and they happen upon this challenging scripture. Um, but you are here, so I'm grateful for that. Today, I just wanted to highlight a couple key words that we're coming across more often now in the book of Leviticus than perhaps in other places. The first of which is the word consecrate, which means to set apart, to make holy. And this word in Hebrew is kiddash, which means to be holy, to be taken from a common use and set apart for a more noble use. It's a subject to some special treatment, and it is considered to be most holy. Now, the word for atonement is kapir, which means to smear or to cover, to appease, to make amends, to make good. Also is derived from the Old English, which atonement can be broken up as at one meant, which means to, to be made one, to be reconciled to one another. Now, why are these words important? Well, as we've seen, the life of Israel now is um, becoming more ordered and more structured. The first several chapters have been from the viewpoint of the people uh, who are making voluntary offerings. Now we're getting into more of the administrative side of the world where the priests are given an instruction manual for how to handle these sacrifices. It's also setting up their wages, right? Some They're receiving some of the portions of the food to sustain them. Um, this is why we pay our ministers, because they are dedicating their whole lives to service to God, and they are compensated. Um, this is part of God's provision for the priests and pastors and everyone else out there who is uh, part of full-time ministry. Many times throughout the book of Leviticus, you'll hear God saying, be holy as I am holy. And for the people of Israel, this is especially important if they're going to be dwelling in the presence of God as God leads them through the wilderness and eventually into the promised land. Sin cannot stand in the presence of God. There's accountability and God is a just God. His justice is always uh, before him as well as his mercy and his goodness. But there are certain ways upon which they have to present themselves before God in worship and by taking these means of setting themselves apart. It also speaks to their mission is to, to be a set-apart people for the purpose of reaching the world. The, the Israelites were to be a light unto the Gentiles to help spread God's holiness throughout the world. And why would the Gentiles want to live differently if they just saw the Israelites living as messed up as they did? There's something about living in contrast and in opposition to the current culture that sticks out so that people can see there's something different about you. 
um, that there is joy when there should be sorrow, that there's peace when there is nothing but chaos happening around. They want to know what makes you the way you are. And it opens up a door for conversation uh, so that we can share what God is doing in our lives and so that hopefully they will want to be a part of a relationship with God. So friends, as you continue throughout this Bible in a Year program uh, with me and with each other, I pray that you would pray for each other so that we might lead lives that are holy, that are set apart for God's purposes, so that ultimately God will be glorified in and through us wherever we go. Friends, I hope that you have a very blessed rest of your Friday. Enjoy your weekend, and I look forward to seeing you back here on Monday. God bless.